Are you tired of waking up to the same face every morning? Not your wife's face, your face. And are you tired of that terrible dandruff making snow bakes on your shoulders? Are you tired of going to the same job, seeing the same faces, having to deal with the same bosses and colleagues every day from nine to five? And are you tired of that aerial bowel syndrome messing up your perfect date because you ate too much spicy sriracha? If you are, call us at 1-800-CHANGE-YOUR-LIFE-IMMEDIATELY. That's 1-800-CHANGE-YOUR-LIFE-IMMEDIATELY. Now, that may seem like too many numbers, but that's the problem with your thinking right now. Call that number. Call us today, 1-800-CHANGE-YOUR-LIFE-IMMEDIATELY, and we sort of promise immediate results. Hello, everyone. Welcome to What's Wrong with Nick. I'm Nick, and there's plenty of things wrong wrong today. And I have a guest with me. Why don't you introduce yourself, man? My name is Kevin Kevin J. Regis. I go by Kill the Messenger online. Find me on Instagram, Snapchat. Not on Facebook yet. All right. And I got to be honest with you. I think you're the first person to use a real name on this show. Here's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I can always edit that part out if you want me to. Just some people like to be anonymous, you know? I mean, like, if I'm doing stuff like this, this is a like a public persona, public figure, public personality sort of thing. So I did give my public kill the messenger handle. Yeah, you know, so like true, true. You can find me. All right, and so what's uh what's the theme? What are what are we talking about? You know, I was I was thinking about it, and you know, just the topic of reinventing oneself came up. And I actually watched a video earlier uh, earlier today. I actually did not have a topic till like five minutes before this happened. Nice. But, that makes it all more the better. Yeah. So I was I was watching this video, and um, you know, uh, I realized me myself. So the video itself was a, a very successful rapper in his own right. And Who was uh, it? Like he was uh it's Lecrae, if you are Oh yeah, I've heard of him. So like he was he was going through what it takes to be a successful artist, right? And not just well, actually the video was about what happened to these artists. They, that catchy ties, like what happened to them? They fell off, right? So he was going through about how artists, you know, sometimes they fall off. Uh, other times they change their routes and, you know, go off to do something else. Yeah. And for the artists who who fell off, his... Uh, like Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, crap I now. What I wonder what happened to that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so some artists, his, this was his input as, a, as an artist himself. His input was... Uh, that sometimes their their peak was greater than their, their ability to handle that peak. Like they peak, so like, like you peak too fast. They peak way thing. too fast. So like, uh, you know, I, I wish nothing bad on her. But Rebecca Black, haven't heard from her since. Is that the uh, girl from Friday. the Six Friday? Yeah. Friday. Yeah. Dude, okay. There's this comedian called Daniel Tosh. Yeah. He, he visits people that had like that blew up in the past that, really? that not good not good blow ups that had like terrible videos and uh, uh he goes back and interviews her now that she's grown and asks her about like <laughs> all that that happened after friday and all that she's probably she's still doing music just i didn't, I didn't really know she was a musician yeah like i just don't i mean how do you top friday it's it was uh it was wild. You can't you can't beat it. But yeah, apparently she does music. He kind of makes fun saying like, to be a musician, it's not skill, it's luck. It's like to, to do what I do. It's just you just require skill. You just have to be good at being funny. But to be a musician, you have to have luck. It's like there's plenty of talented people that aren't famous because they're missing the luck. But um, yeah, apparently she's still she's still out there singing. Like that's that's really sad. That's, so when, that's, that's really <laughs> yeah, she should just go back to her roots. Um, so when you say reinvent yourself, you don't mean like transition, right? Like from a man uh, to a so woman. Like, no, 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 no. That's that. That's not. That's not even reinventing. That's trying to create a whole new thing. 
Okay, so re- what what would you say reinventing um, would like boil down to? What does that mean? I, so, so uh, reinventing means you essentially are the same person. I don't know if you want me to speak generally or about people in general. But um, either way, you can get general specifics. All right. Uh, I'll try to be extra smart and do general and then do people. So reinventing is like, let's say you have car, the car industry or real estate. No one's building, you know, uh, like talking about it. No one's building a house in the on the side of a cliff. Right. No one's making floating cars. Right. Yeah. We're the car that we're reinventing. It's still a car. It still has four wheels or three, whatever have you. It still has four wheels. It still has lights. It still has windows. Houses are still have a foundation. They're still on the ground. They still have windows and plumbing and pipes and whatnot. So you're reinventing the thing. You're doing the same thing, but you're doing it in a new way. That's so like a car. A car would be a flying car. It would be the reinvention of the car, right? uh, no, a re. So when you're reinventing, don't take this word very technically. So okay. when you want to, so so when I say reinventing, as we have it now, in the level of knowledge that we have now as the human race, when we speak of reinventing, we're not talking about creating something completely new, right? So like, if your car, if your car all of a sudden had, you know, no windows. Okay. No, 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 no. Massage chairs exist. They exist. If your yeah. car had no windows and they drove on sticks, okay, it's like, can we call this a car? It doesn't have any windows. It only has sticks and it doesn't even have the internals of a car. So at this point, we're, it's not a car anymore. This is a device now that we're, you know, riding on or driving on yeah. or whatever it is. Right. That's making something completely new. Yeah. Right. Reinventing is taking a, you know, 98 Mustang, red 98 Mustang and putting on, put on like with those little lines that put on the side of the vehicle. Yeah. Like the race stripes. Yeah. The race stripes, uh, shining up the wheels, putting, you know, 23s or some racing tires on there. So like reinvigorating. You can say you can say reinvigorating. It's the right? same like, like, thing. Like you're grabbing something and you're polishing it up and making it look brand new. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah. that makes more sense. And so, what does that look like on a? Well, why should people do that to themselves? One, how can okay? If you're the kind of person that needs to reinvent yourself, how do you even know you need to to reinvent yourself? You know? I have no I have no clue about how you would know, but. Uh, like if you look at it from an artist's perspective, successful artists are able to do just what I've said it, just what I've said. They're able to do just that. Kanye West is, I don't know how old. I think he's like he's, 65. Kanye West is 65, 70, 80 years old. Now, yeah. if you tried to start rapping today, <laughs> if you tried to start rapping today, 85 years old. <laughs> By the way, I'm Nick. What do you mean you're Nick? I'm Nick. This is what's wrong with Nick, and I'm Nick. Oh, excuse me. Okay, <laughs> if you, if you, Nick, if you want to start rapping at 85 years old. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's a, there's a guy, the group of guys that do that, right? What is it, Dirty Old Bastards? Wait, that was the name of one rapper the last time I checked. Is it just one rapper, or is it a group of guys that are old and do that. I don't know. I've only heard one song. All right. Dirty Old Bastard is one rapper from the Wu-Tang Clan. And I don't think they're that old. No? You might be right. I mean, you, they're older. You probably, you probably know more than, than I do. Like I said, I've only heard one old song. One song. Well, well, yeah, I think what, you're right. Then what was I looking at? No, 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 you probably, I don't know, it might actually be a group of people called Old Dirty Bastards, which wouldn't be a bad name for for a group like that. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, yeah if I tried to rap at if 80 years old. If you tried to do that right now, you'd just be a phenomenon because you're 85 and rapping. 
But yeah. in all seriousness, if you just wanted to do that out of nowhere, no one would be able to take you seriously. It's like, sir, you're 85. You have five grandchildren, three children of your own. Please go and watch the price is right or something. Please sit down. But why would right. rapping be exclusive to younger people? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Check this out, check this out, check this out. I'm going somewhere with this. All right. Kanye, because you say Kanye West is sexy or whatever. Yeah. Kanye West at the age that he is right now is still rapping and being very successful at it. Matter of fact, he's probably the most successful rapper right now. Yeah. But even, but. He's able to be that person. Why? Because he's able to reinvent himself. So, like, he's a, he's a good example because I would say if he turns – once he turns 80, if he wants to drop another album, I think it'll still be good. Right? I, 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 think, I think he'd still have the skills to make a good album at 80. I don't think he would lose it unless he has Alzheimer's. But if he is really good at having Alzheimer's, then it might work. It would just be confusing. But um, I mean, he had a mental illness a few years ago, so yeah. See, so you don't you don't know. But that's I think that's also what helps him be creative is that the way mm-hmm. his mind works isn't exactly it's not down a straight path. It's like a, mm-hmm. like rainfall or sprinklers that go everywhere. Um, yeah, because he's an interesting character. Like if you watch his interviews, you think like this guy's off his rocker. But no, yeah, I think he uses that. Like I think he embraces that weirdness of him to make the creativity function and work properly. Um, So you would say that that's because he can reinvent himself, not because he's good and he's been practicing since he was like five. No, you can be an excellent, you can be excellent at whatever you do. You can be excellent at whatever you do, but if you can't, like, uh, if you can't keep up with the times, then, you know, you're just going to be excellent. Like Eminem. probably going to, yeah, I mean, if he could, if he could catch up to where everyone is today, I mean, yeah, okay, but what he could do. maybe, maybe you're right and wrong at the same time. Because I would say that the difference mm-hmm. between someone like Kanye and someone like Eminem is Eminem is trying to do what he thinks will make people like him. Kanye doesn't care; he knows what he likes, and he's trying to do that. Wow, that's deep. right? That's that's that's. I can't refute that. I can't refute that at the moment. So uh, I'm wondering if maybe reinventing yourself is is kind of like trying to shed all that. This is what people expect of me and say, okay, what what do I expect of myself? How do I make myself uh, function at the peak of what I can do? I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you brought up. Uh, well, we the conversation went about to having a mental illness. Yeah. So. This is this is the point where you would want to reinvent yourself. Because if you had been formally diagnosed with something, then your life as you had known it would have to alter itself in some sort of way. So even if you're at the point where you got completely healed, let's say God completely healed you of whatever disease you got uh bipolar disorder whatever this yeah yeah whatever whatever happened to you so like let's whatever you have the bipolar right yeah you're gonna have to alter your you need to reinvent yourself if you try to live the same way you will fail now if god so happened to heal you of that of that uh of that disorder like even then, after you got healed, you still can't go back to live the way you used to, to live the way you used to live. Because now you have an entire testimony to give. It's like, oh, so what happened to you five years ago? Oh, I got healed of bipolar disorder. You got healed of it, which means you got healed of it. Like it's yeah. gone. Like it's complete. Like you can't go back. You need to reinvent yourself. If so you don't. Would it be like um like if if you not doing it would be like you were reinvented by an external force, right? In this case being God reinvented you. But because you were so used to the way you were living, you keep doing it out of pattern. And so you undo the reinventment? No, 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 no. Okay, so in this in this scenario, uh, like it's not about, like I didn't say God reinvented you. I say you got healed. 
Right. So, 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 but that's not, you're saying that's not the reinvention, the healing. That's, that's, that's not the reinvention. Reinvention okay. is re, that's on, it's on your part. Now, so remember, I, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm using the, the, the lingo or terms. Yeah. Reinvent yourself. So what the, that would look more like than behavioral patterns, not um, like psychological issues, right? So like uh, I'm trying to make it make sense to me. So basically God healing you of bipolar disorder would be like him putting the battery in your 90 and your 65 Camaro. But now you have to reinvent it as in you are the one that has to paint it, uh, yeah. buffer it and all that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause you were dead. <laughs> you have a new battery, but like you can, look, you can in that you can still have what you have on the inside. But if you stay the same, honestly, you're you're doing yourself a a, a disservice. A disservice. Yeah. But you're healed, so I mean, you're it's all good now, right? I mean, because yeah, like, what if healed, what if your but... biggest issue wasn't that you liked drugs. What if your biggest issue was that you were bipolar and every now and then you'd get into fights, but then you're healed of that bipolar and you're like, Oh, well I'm chill now. Right. So at that point, wait, does the bipolar tend to you getting in? Like, does that lend to you getting in fights or not necessarily? Just just, thing? Like you just happen to like fights and you had, and you had a disorder. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I've I've met people that were bipolar and they all had a tendency of getting into fights. I don't know if they liked it, but I do know that they can go from like being normal to just being extremely angry over the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. And it's they they just lack self-control. And if the other person isn't if the other person doesn't put up with it, a fight breaks out. Cuz they want you to put up with it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh if you're bipolar and I'm basically making you sound like an a-hole, I'm sorry. If that's what you are. No, I'm no, just kidding. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So, but but that was the best example I can come up with because it's what I know. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good example. So keep in mind that even even after you get uh, like uh, even after you get healed of something. Uh, like that was still a learned trait. Like you, you still learn that whether you wanted to or not, you you learn that. So if you had if you had or have a disorder, what you're going through every time you do it, you're teaching yourself to do it. So God put His hands on you and healed you of that. Guess what? You're still gonna think about doing. Because you right. spent the last 23 years of, let's say, being angry. Right. Yeah, you're going to want to go back to going, it. The anger, right. So the, so the anger is going away. But after you taught yourself this thing, now it's up for you to consciously make the decision to say, I'm not going to be angry. Or if I'm going to be angry, um, it's going to be let out in this productive way. Yeah. You know? Like uh, and most UFC of the times fights. that happens, that's not even conscious. Like you just do it, right? That, that's so. That's interesting because whenever, whenever I was back in, excuse me, in uh, college, something they always brought up. The professors was would be like, if we do this to this section of your brain, we know it produces this outcome, right? So like, if uh, I think it's the corpus callosum, if we overload it with a little bit of more stimuli. Or is it the prefrontal cortex? I don't. One of those. It'll. It's making. It's easier to make you mad. Like you start to get mad if we. And so they would say, if you get angry easily, it's because this part of your brain isn't functioning right. I always thought, is it that the brain is affecting the way that you're acting, or is it that your acting is affecting your brain chemistry? How do they know which one came first? Right, because you're only testing the people that have that, and of course you can change your brain and say, "Okay, this person got mad when I did this to his brain, therefore this causes that." But what I'm saying is, what if the person gets mad, and that's the part of the brain that reacts? So when you poke that part of the brain, it pokes back. Mm. Right, like you're just seeing the connection, you're not seeing the source, but they think mm. it's the source. Yeah, like, I mean, 
this is I was just on a not on a podcast. I was listening to another podcast, and the reason I love the soft science, so they say. The reason I love it is that what are what are soft uh, signs? Uh, a soft science is like psychology. Oh, okay. So oh, soft it, science, not science. Yeah. Science. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, soft science. I'll make another topic. So uh, science, soft. The soft science. Uh, the people in that profession are able to admit that they're idiots that have just studied something more than you have. So they have better, they have a better take on it. Yeah, isn't that all so, science so like studies? You're, uh, you know, but but yes, but in that field, they're able to admit it. Oh, okay, field, yeah. Very pompous about it. It's like, right. you know, this is the source of the thing. Like, come yeah. on, bro. Five years from now, you're gonna change your tune. Right. Like, then they're going to say the chi- the science changed. <laughs> and it's like, no, bro. <laughs> it didn't change. You were in denial because you wrote a paper. You didn't want it to, to get undone. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But so you were saying soft sciences. So they're able to say, I know all this because I looked into so, it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're talking about. You know, you're talking about the source of something. So, like, uh, psychology, we we just observe. Like, science is just you observe what's happening, right? Like, so yeah. you can observe. So you can say you poke something and you got that reaction out of it. But yeah. your observation is only limited to what your eyes can see. All that to say, because, you know, this isn't a super... This isn't an overtly spiritual conversation. All I can say is that every source is not what you think it is. So when you go to a doctor, that's why you can go see the doctor five times before they actually figure out what's wrong with you. Right, because they, they haven't looked and they yeah. crossed off. They crossed off things off of a list of what it could possibly be. Yeah. And the sixth time they found it out, and the seventh time they found whatever time they found it out on that time, but it wasn't yeah. any other sources. So why you you didn't took the pills and you didn't deal with the doctors in? That was not it. No, but you you got to pay six times, so I mean they end up winning anyway. Oh, goodness, they shouldn't do that, man. If you go to the doctor and they got it wrong, you should get a full refund, and then the next right. one is free. Like you messed right. up, that's on you. Why am I paying for a bad service? I don't take my right. car to a mechanic, and if the car doesn't work, I still pay. I'm like, no, dude, fix it. <laughs> this isn't. I'm paying you to fix it. Um, what's it called? What about when we have like AI computers, and they're super smart? And they can diagnose you within a couple seconds and tell you, and it's always right. They would know the source, right? No, they will only know what the human says the source is. Like a- AIs, AI, AIs learn. They don't learn. I, I, I gotta, I gotta. So, I like, gotta are you saying, are you saying there's a source for human, like? Misery outside of human knowledge. Sure. Like, how to explain that? Elaborate on that. When I say okay, I can't say outside of human knowledge because evidently some humans have the knowledge. But uh, like, okay, outside of mainstream science. Sure. So yeah, uh, le- le- uh, elaborate on that. And and how does that work? Very very briefly. Very briefly, we're talking about reason. I don't know how. I don't know how this conversation is going to go back to that. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll make it. We'll drive the car. We'll turn it back around. But very, very briefly, uh, let's say let's let's say let's say for instance, depression. Okay, depression yeah. hit America by storm. Let's say ten years ago. Excuse yeah. me. Because your your parents, your your grandparents, and probably even your great grandparents. Let's start with grandparents, okay? Like <laughs> these people did not know really what depression was. Right. 
They didn't know what depression was. Why? Because depression is not going to help feed all five of the children on the table, right? Yeah. All, all five of the children at the table. They don't know what depression is. And, and your parents, they don't know what depression is because they, right. they have too much, too many things there was, to do. What's the word? Life pragmatic, right? They were more pragmatic. Like, I need something that works that I can see results on, not an idea of what you think something should be. So they don't have, they don't have time for it. Yeah. Right now in America, as the kids exist today, as me and you exist, our generation, we have the time to be depressed. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah. So I think that's, that's an astute observation and that makes a lot of sense. Um, in, a, in my previous episode, it should be out by the time this one airs, but in my previous episode, I was talking to this kid and, um, and I, he said that one of my episodes was racist because I had an Asian. I was make, I was making fun of Chinese, the language, right? I said, yeah, I can speak Komi Chihuahua, and like, like my guess is like that's not Chinese, that's not Mandarin, that's not any language. But uh, they were saying that that was racist, and I said, if you think that that's what racism is, I'm happy for you, and and I applaud you basically because your bar for what how bad things can get is very low. Like that's that's down there. If once you once you see a real racism, you'll hear that and be like, okay, I want that back because that's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes on what you're saying is our life has gotten so easy and so nice that we're kind of looking for trouble. We want problems to kind of push us to something, and we don't even know what we're doing. We're just kind of floating. Oh, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. So like so. Man, I I say that to say this. If depression existed all along, and trust me, your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, everybody in history, they've had a reason to be depressed. We literally went through a time in history called the Great Depression. <laughs> yeah. We, we, humanity put a bunch of people in ovens. Yeah. So... They had reason to be depressed, yet they were very adamant. So what happened past the, what happened to where that spirit was around the entire time, but no one was affected by it? <laughs> yeah, right? That is kind of weird. Like, you're living in the worst time as possible, but for some reason you want to stay alive and make it through. Like I'm sure there was suicides, but it, apparently it wasn't common enough to where it's one of the trending things on the newspapers, you know? Right. So, yeah, something definitely happened to where now, even though our times are a lot nicer than they've ever been in, his, in history, internally we're, we have bigger turmoil. And you see, it's just luxury then? We're like, we're just bored and we're looking for things to complain about i heard someone say the phrase uh weak times create weak people or wait, wait strong times create weak people i don't know yeah yeah times make yeah easy times make no wait hard times make hard men mm. hard men make easy times easy times mm. make soft men something like that pretty much yeah, but I think that was before Viagra, because now you, you can all be hard men. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so, what, so back to reinventing yourself. So you're saying it's like, a, you're not a new you, you're a better you. And what does that look like, and how do you do that? How do you start? So, okay, let's assume the person doesn't know whether or not in fact, I would say if you don't know whether or not you should reinvent yourself, you should probably just go ahead and reinvent yourself, right? Because if you're not considering it, then you're like, there's no reason. Actually, maybe no. If you don't think about reinventing yourself, reinvent yourself. There's a quote from a movie that I always liked. Do your best. If you still can't do it, do someone else's best. That's not bad. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm going to start using that with my kids. Do your best. I am okay. Then try someone else's best. I mean, like, so, like that's that's really how life works, right? Like, I mean, you're not good at something, so you find somebody else's that's good at it, and then you follow them. 
Right. I mean, that is how life should work. It seems like people have kind of lost touch in that. And they think, if I'm not good at this, I'm just not going to be good at it ever. And that's never how things have worked. It's always, you suck at it now, but that means you're going to get really good at it at some point. If you keep at it, yeah. Mm. So what would be, how would one go about reinventing themselves? What would be like, have you done it? Does it help you be creative? Because you do art, right? Yeah. Um, so the reason I brought this topic out, like I'm in the, I'm in the process now. So you live, we go through phases, right? Yeah. Everybody goes through, they go through phases. So, you know, I'm coming out of this phase now of really being a child, I guess you can say, um, you know, you live your life, you're being taken Someone else is taking care of you. Um, and then after that, you know, it's time to, for you to take care of yourself and for you to start taking care of others, yeah. right? So I've experienced a degree of all of those. But uh, I'm stepping into the taking care of myself role uh, more strongly than I was. So I need to... I know you asked me that question, but I'm going to do this. So I need to sit by myself, not even just sit by myself. I need to reinvent myself in order so that I can take care of myself. Because the me five years ago will not survive in 2022. Right. You need to change the way you think, the way you structure your priorities, right? So like whenever you're being taken care of, any money that you get, you can basically spend however you seem fit, like whatever you want. But then Mm -hmm. once you start transitioning over to I take care of myself, now it's like, okay, now it's on me to wake up when I need to for work. And I have to go Mm -hmm. to work because I have to get these things paid. And then Mm -hmm. if I have money left over... Right. And that's not that's not just money management or time management. That's reorganizing the way your entire brain process works. Like uh, I was talking to one of my friends and we're talking about how bad things are getting like the world's turning to crap. And I was like, it's really you're really lucky that you're single because as someone who's married and about to have kids, my 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 head isn't like, okay, you know, can I go and live in the woods? I can't think about that because I can't just defend on, I can't just feed myself. No, it's like, okay, what can I do to make sure that their life is a lot better? Even if I have to suffer a little bit more, I don't know if that makes sense versus before, like you're just, you're your own priority. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's about me, you know? So like, yeah, it's about me. And, you know, technically I'm, I'm single right now. So, Ladies, you heard that. He's single. He's fine. Basically straight nine. Maybe a 10 if you give him a better haircut, you know? I'm just saying. Kill the messenger I'm, on Instagram. I'm going to say a solid eight, okay? I'm going to say solid a solid eight, eight with, with, with the haircut. There with we go. The haircut, a solid eight. Without the haircut, you know, probably working our way down from there. <laughs> yeah, but see, when you women like to give you haircuts that they, they want, so... Oh, they'll, wait. they'll bump you up. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Then that'll bump me up in her book, but in other women's books, I don't care about other women. Like if I have one woman and I'm good in her book, then you right. know I'm good. Then that is her plan too. Like I'm gonna bump him up in my book. I'm gonna bump him down in every other book. Right. So you'll yeah. be a six in everybody else's eyes. Be like, that's my husband. Right. And then you act all like you make a fool of yourself in public. They don't they don't stop you. My wife does not stop me from doing ridiculous things. Oh, and why? God. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, he's an idiot. Don't don't even try and talk to him. I'm just kidding. But she does let me do make an idiot myself. I don't think she can stop uh, me. <laughs> I mean, she she respects you. I think that's why. Yeah, she knows that I'm just having fun. So, so you say, how does one go about, how does one go about reinventing themselves? Yeah. Like, um, man, that's a, I want to say that's a good conversation for us. You need a, for this generation, like our generation, you need to be cognitively aware that you are in need of change. I think that's probably, I mean, I don't know what other steps are required to reinvent yourself, but I would assume 
that that's probably the hardest uh, bridge to cross is to realize that you're either in need of change or in need of help, right? Especially as, as guys, we don't like to, one, admit we're wrong, two, ask for help. Like, I don't, I don't ask for help. Now, I'm old enough to know, like, okay, this is something I can't do, so I uh-huh. should call someone. But um, for the most part, that's how do you get yourself from not wanting, one, not being able to acknowledge that you're in need of change, how do you get to the point to where you can at least acknowledge, okay, maybe I need to change something? Uh, like the really basic way is to... Hit rock bottom? I don't even know. I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know about rock bottom, okay? I don't, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> Just hit bikini bottom and you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> now, bikini, bikini bottom is too comfortable, okay? People like water. They like... You know, the ocean, they like the sea, they like fun stuff. Bikini bottom is they like too They fun. like sponges and uh, st- sea stars and crabs. Yeah, like this, that's too fun. It's too much good looking things down there. That's that's not going to work. That's not going to work. You do catch I'm making like a SpongeBob reference, right? I was trying to go along with it. <laughs> okay, I couldn't tell. I thought, you I thought you were catching on. I was like, how can I make it more obvious? I said sponges and sea stars. Oh man! I said it looks so good, like it's fun. But I thought you were talking about bikini bottoms, <laughs> like the thing, not the place. <laughs> when no, you but... said it looks good, it looks fun. I was like, that could go either way. He's talking about girls, or he's talking about the beach. I don't know. I mean, but even like SpongeBob, like that looks fun, right? Like, I... yeah, it does. All oh, right, man. So, all right, so, so, um, so, yeah. Hitting rock bottom. I don't know about hitting rock bottom. Our generation has a degree of delusionment that is captivating us. We are, I want to say, disillusioned to a to a to a high degree. So disillusioned, disillusioned in what? Like Okay, take take for instance, uh, like uh, thing. Where, where where is this podcast going to be here? Uh, it's going to be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Because I don't want to get you canceled because we're talking about stuff. Oh, okay. dude, I've said way worse things. Trust me. If I'm going to get canceled, it's not going to be for this episode. <laughs> okay, so like you have the what they call the red pill movement. Essentially, from what I see. You know, looking at videos and just being a man myself, it's a bunch of, it's a lot of angry men who are angry at women. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best red pill movement. Oh, man. (laughs) There's, okay, uh, I'm going to go off on a small tangent. There's this, uh, there's this guy named Dick Masterson, and he was, (laughs) he was on, on, uh, Dr. Phil. Oh, no, that's a real name. God forgive me. That, that's, that's, name. <laughs> that's not his real name. It's his character. But he was on Dr. Okay. Phil. He was on Dr. <laughs> Phil, right? And he made a book, Why Women Are Better Than Men. Or Why Men Are Better Than Women. And all the women were, like, mad. And he's, like, saying that he hates women. And he said, I don't hate women. I'm just saying men are better. He's like, you have a dress on. You have plenty of dresses at home. It's not that you hate the other ones. You put this one on because you like it more. But anyways, so... <laughs> a lady gets up and she's like you're just mad at women because none of them want you and he goes i've got a line of women waiting for me the lady says well if i was in that line i'd be at the end of that line and then he comes back with well if you stepped on the treadmill you might bump your way up to the top oh <laughs> she is she was speechless i just sat down oh man but anyways yeah the red pill oh, movement is um is they're not incels right they're not involuntary celibate guys. They're just guys that don't like women at all, right? Right. I mean, there's 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 a lot of uh, how do you say? I don't know how to use the word caveat. There's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of factions in any in anything that you join into. There's a lot of factions. Yeah, right? there's a range. So not so not all feminists are raging, and not all red pill people are. Ragers, you know. Um, yeah. Do you think so, is it the anti-feminist movement? <clears throat> I always thought it was a joke. Oh no, it's not a joke, brother. 
they're, they're, people, these guys are serious. People's <laughs> lives are being ruined. This is not a joke. But wait, whose lives are being ruined? Women, some women are ruining people's lives. So okay, this is yeah, not that, a joke. Okay, I meant like the guys that hate women. I thought that was no, a joke. No, 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 it's not a joke. So if you, man, it's really quickly, really quickly. If you have your life messed up by something or someone, you could be hating that thing for the rest of your life. If, 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 if a woman got touched incorrectly by a man, let's say the man was, I don't know, let's make, the man was green, okay? Because I don't want to say anything. In the- <laughs> okay. So, like, for the rest of her life, she's going to hate green men, right? Yeah. I would but that's, down and that, that, be like, that she's dumb. Like, what? they didn't all do this. It was that guy. Get better at that guy. They right. would say the same yeah. thing to the guys. Like, why are you mad at all women? She's the one that stole your money. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. It's not a joke, right? It's not a joke. It's just retarded but, people doing retarded things. So, but but the reason the reason I brought the reason I brought that up because I was talking about uh, disillusionment, right? Like these people yeah. are disillusioned. So the women, modern women, they are they're scary. Because these are the people that need help. They have unsuccessful relationships after unsuccessful relationship after unsuccessful relationship. They want a man, can't have a man, can't keep a man. They want children. They can't. They can't have children. They want children, but they're living a lifestyle that why would you why would you have a child? Right. Not, not only that, they, they, the women that I know at least that do that, they go, well, the problem is the guy. And it's like, really, you've dated 15 guys in the past two years, and you still think the guy is the problem. I think after that many, there's one constant variable, and it's you. Right? Like, at oh. some point, you should realize there's something isn't changing, and it's not the guy, because they keep getting different guys. So this is why I say you need you need to be kind of cognitively aware of... Well, I don't know if I said this exact sentence, but you need to be cognitively aware of where you are. See where you are. Do you need to change? Right. And it's not just about, I say my generation, because I'm not just talking about women. Yeah. The and men boomers to probably change. should change well, too. Yeah. I, yeah, the, yeah, the boom. Uh, Listen, leave them alone. <laughs> leave, leave them alone. They uh, may not need to change. Okay? Dude, they've ruined the country. They're burning it to the ground, and we're they're getting us for help. We're helping them just turn everything to ash. I I, I don't know. And just just just, <laughs> just just leave the boom leave the boomers alone. But forget it. The boomers need to change too. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. It's like we men and women started drifting so far apart from each other. They both, oh. but they kept accusing each other of the issue instead of ever looking in a mirror and going, maybe it's me. And like, change isn't bad, right? There's like this weird thing, at least in the States, where changing something is bad. Like, it's you, if you have to change it, that means it wasn't good or right the way before, but that not necessarily. Sometimes things just need to change to be more productive, not better, different. Right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, at least women should change. Like men, yeah, okay. But women should definitely change and stop being the way that they're being. And just be. Women, women should definitely change. <laughs> now, if we're going to go on, like, I'm, I want to find someone myself, you know, yeah. but, you know, so they need to change. For me, this is what needs to happen. But yeah, religious, religiously, religiously speaking, ah oh, man, I know I'm gonna get a lot of friends for this. Religiously speaking, uh, guys are the leaders, right? Right. So if guys are the leaders. Then you know. That's a they, lot of responsibility. That's that's a lot of responsibility, and they need to lead the change, right? And 
problems arise when, man, you you go go in, go in the book of Genesis, go in the book of Genesis and see see what God said to Eve concerning Adam. Yeah, so like just to kind of um, piggyback off of that. Uh, for, for like for for you, right? I don't know if this would apply. It should apply generally to everyone, no. but religious people can acknowledge it. For someone like you, um, let's say you get into a relationship and you realize she's not living up to her potential. You, as a man, your job isn't to force her, or push her to be that person. Your job is to say, okay, if she's not filling her role, it's probably because I'm not fulfilling my role. Right, so as a religious person, you would have to look in yourself and then fulfill your role, so that way it makes the space so that she's able to fulfill hers. Right? Ideally, that is exactly how things should work. And so, do you think that maybe the reason why in society the two sexes are splitting apart is because men are refusing to acknowledge that they need to change, and the women are trying to take their their roles in society? Women are trying to take whose roles? Their own roles or the, the men's men, roles? The men's roles, because the men aren't being men. Brother, I want you to take those last two or three sentences you said and and, and and wrap it up, all right? Wrap it up and package it and deliver it to every person in America, okay? Wrap, like, that was perfect, what you just said. Like, deliver that to any man that you come across. Wrap it up and deliver it to them, because that is a perfect. Uh, that just categorizes us perfectly. Yeah. So like, so yeah, you. So you. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but so you you would agree then that that's probably one of the root issues that we're having today is is uh. What, there's another term that I've heard for it, and it's it touches on the same issue. It's um, what is it the the extension of of adolescence or. Or something like that. And so it seems like what's been happening is a combination of those two things, right? You're you're helping kids stay kids longer, but not giving them real responsibility. And what that does to men is it makes men kind of only want to be responsible for themselves. And so women say someone needs to right? I forgot what I was saying, but No, you man, you you're 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 on to something. So women, women are women are smart. Women, uh, I forget how they develop. How they <laughs> Hold like, on, before you say women are smart. <laughs> so I'm watching a YouTube video with my wife, right? And uh, the late this is lady cooking dinner for her kid, and her kid goes, "Mommy, I don't want dinner." And the lady, the mom goes, "No, honey, it's a big snack." And the little kid goes, "Yay, big snack!" That's the video. Mm. You get it, right? So my wife yeah. goes, my wife goes, so what's the snack? <laughs> I was like, babe, are you serious? She's like, no. <laughs> she's, she's making her a snack. What's the snack? I played the video again. In her defense, she's pregnant. So, you know, pregnancy brain. But okay, uh, okay. I put it several times and I was like, honey, the dinner is a snack. She called it that so the kid would eat. <laughs> she didn't think it was funny, but I thought it was hilarious. Oh man. Anyways, you're saying I, women are smart. Okay. Women 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 are smart. So they've figured out that the men aren't men. They probably figured that out a while back too, I would argue. They they figured out that the men aren't men. It was like, well, somebody needs to be the man. We can't both be women. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I hope I don't get in trouble with it. Justly so, they're like, okay, I'll step up and be it. Right. right. Like, you, who, well, how can you blame someone wanting to fulfill a role that's not being fulfilled? Right? Like, that makes sense. And, like, it seems at least that women are more emotionally intelligent than guys at least as far as i've seen i'm generalizing obviously but from what i've seen like i'm an idiot if someone if someone's having a tough day and then i make a joke about that crappy situation i don't realize like oh i just hurt the, the guy's feelings i'm just like that that was hilarious right 
and uh, versus my wife, someone's having a, a crappy day. She's not gonna go make jokes about it. She's gonna go try and like, like, hey, what can I help you with? Do, do you need anything? I'm here for you. Uh, and um, I'm sure I'm not the only guy that would do that. I'm sure plenty of guys would make a joke. But I make jokes about any crappy situation. That's how I deal through pain is a lot of humor. That way the That's tears nice. are happy tears, not sad tears. Oh, it, see, this is why some men need to be married. Like this conversation right here, what you just said. Like we need to be in touch with that emotional side. If we can't do it ourselves, it's great to have another counterpart that does it for right. us. Yeah, it's almost like uh, two halves. It's almost like two people that are completing each other. I don't know where I've mm. read that before. I'm, I don't know. It's almost like someone was taking from my side, and then we were reunited in marriage, and now I'm a complete person. I wish, I wish my side was like, I don't, I don't know. I wish my side was like always like two feet away from me. That way, I wouldn't have to like search around for it. Dude, I know. Isn't that I kind of like a pain? around for my side? Isn't that like it sucks, right? That's not that's the that's like the least fun part. It's trying to find that that side. Oh, oh man. man, I'm trying to find my side. What's Sir, a, what, have you seen? <laughs> on that, what's your understanding of that Genesis passage where uh God makes Adam fall into a deep sleep and takes Eve out of his side? What's my understanding of it? Yeah, because I got a different view and I, I don't know if you'll like it, but it's different. But I, I want to know what just you want to. I kind of just want to hear your view. All right. So basically, in the Orthodox Church, the idea isn't that he's taking that she's taken from his rib. It's it's from his side. So his like his complete side, like he's split in half, mm. right? And then he forms Adam back again. And then with the other half, he forms Eve, which is why he says, "Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh," because it's it's the other side of him. And then. When God tells them, like, you'll be united in marriage, made one person, what he's saying is these two halves are going to be connected again to make one complete person. And so through life, what you're doing is you're looking for that split half that you don't have. Like, you're trying to find it um, to be that that one whole again. I like that view. It's cool, right? I never thought about it. But, like, it makes sense if you look – if once you're looking at the original languages, especially in the Koine Greek um, – when he uses side, it's it's literally just a side, not I don't know why I always thought it was rib. I always just accepted it like it's rib. Well, you know, things get transliterated, so you look for the best what you can in any given language. Yeah. Yeah, especially in modern times. But um anyways, yeah, how's that how is that looking for your side going? How uh man, all I know is see this this is this is the reinvention right here you know i have to as i'm going up as i'm you know whatever working more hours um spending more time with my lord and savior spending more time with my lord and just reinventing myself you know getting used to this next phase of my life yeah i have uh you know my side is not to speak too metaphysically, but my side is being attracted to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, I was going to... Whatever um, that side is. Right. Like, uh, I can only speak personally, but it, see, I would... Um, first, I want to make this hypothesis that, uh, for at least for religious people, I don't know how it works outside of, of that. But um, it seems like you have to make yourself a worthy husband before God brings in that person that he has for you. Like personally mm-hmm. speaking, if I had gotten, if I had met my wife at any point in time before I actually met her, it wouldn't have worked. Like we would have mm-hmm. got, we wouldn't probably wouldn't have dated. And if we did, it wouldn't have lasted long. And mm-hmm. if it, if it did, I would have just ruined her life. Like it, it wasn't, I wasn't in the proper space to be the person that I needed to be. And so um, I feel like I met her at the right time that I needed to, even though I felt like it was too long. And I was like, Hey man, you could have just, you could have showed her to me like 10 years ago. What's up Uh, (laughs) in hindsight. It makes sense. I'm like, okay, I see why like it happened this way. And I don't, you know, God, God, God gives you, if you're willing to listen, God will give you information as to why you are in the place where you are. Now that, 
is not a easy thing to swallow. Yeah, it's like one of those memes that's hard pill to swallow kind of thing. Hey, is it harder to find a girlfriend now because of the pandemic and World War Three than it was before? Or is it just as easy or or what? How does that work? I have no clue. Do you have to like ask them to take off to send you a selfie but take your mask face mask off? Oh gosh. I've been tricked many times. <laughs> the face mask that works? I've been tricked many times. Oh man. Yeah, especially with those new filters that they have on TikTok. Yeah, I can see that being like a like, hold up, hold up. This is not as advertised, ma'am. I'm sorry. I saw a double cheeseburger on the ad. This is clearly a chicken nugget between two slices of bread. <laughs> not only is it not close, it's a different type of meat altogether. But um, man, they don't even use real meat for those commercials. No, they don't. And then, and then you put glue and stuff to make it look like no real cheese. Just everything's pretty much fake. Yeah, kind of like finding people on social media. It's hey. like ninety percent fake. Yeah, filters. filters. Yeah. But anyways, um, you got anything to say, like, if you to wrap this up on, on changing yourself? I feel like we didn't touch on that topic for a lot, but I think people get it. Be different. Stop being you. You suck. Did I wrap it I up? Mean, Is that right? I, I, I don't know if we want to say it as drastically as that, but you need to take a good look at yourself. Is your life where you want it to be? Is your life where you know it could be? Or is your life even on the way to where it's supposed to be? If not, you need to you need to change. Yeah. And listen, change is change can be difficult, right? Like I'll hear people, you know, in certain environment, like I'll have a sit, like I'll talk with them and I'm able to to kick it with them, whatever we're talking about, right? And, you know, but they'll tell me a little bit about their lives and it's like, okay, you're able to kick it with me. Like, let's say, let's say religiously, we're able to talk about holiness. We're able to talk about purity, right? If you can talk with me about these things, that means you have some sort of something in you that is that way. But because in your environment, it is very hard to live that life. Right. So, but it's not impossible. Yeah, and I think um, I think one of the reasons why change is hard change. is because you you can't change without destroying. Like change requires destruction, and I think that's what makes changing so hard is you have to destroy some of the things that you have been or that you were doing. But um, I wanted to ask you. Because you've you've touched on this kind of, but I want you to elaborate. What do you mean by success? What does that look like? What does that mean? Monetary? Like you have more money or or what? Success is... Uh... Hold on a minute. Ah, man. <clears throat> it's a hard I question. I want to say I'm getting a... I want to say I'm getting a like a like a, a, a spiritual answer here. I want to say I'm getting a spiritual answer here. Uh, true success is living out your life the way God intended for you to live it. And if you're living your life outside of the way God intended for you to live it. Trust me, okay? Trust me. I know you don't know me, but trust trust these words. God has a hundred million courses that he could use to reroute your life, to live the life that he wants you to live. So if okay. you've been divorced 10, 12, 13 times, hopefully you haven't. Man, if God you have routed. If you have, you must be really broke because you probably lost a crap ton of money in every single divorce. Unless you're uh, I'm not gonna say that. 
I don't know uh, what you were gonna, what were you gonna say because now I'm curious. What were you gonna say? I don't. Uh, I'm I, I'll say this. I'll say unless you're a gold digger, then oh yeah, worked out perfectly fine. Yeah. Ish. But <laughs> e- e- even the worst of the worst parts of your life, God has reroute. God has courses for your life that you could go down to get to where you want it, to get to where He needs, get to where He wants you to be, where you want to be. Do you think, uh, so like for someone that's not religious, do you think being where God wants them to be will make them like feel better or, or, or be better than where they think they should be? Yes. Regardless of like what the situation is, you would say that it would be more fulfilling? Yes. All right. We'll probably have to have you back uh, to talk about that because, you know, it'd be like telling Jeff Bezos, hey, I know you're this billionaire that sleeps around with models but uh, god wants you to be like, a poor guy you know jeff bezos is where he's supposed to be maybe not spiritually but you look look at the world look at it man god god doesn't want people poor i'm sorry he's, god, he wants them rich God doesn't want God doesn't want people poor. Dude, <laughs> he did a disservice to all the apostles because not well, they, they all, were they all poor. They were all murdered at the stake. <laughs> I feel like we're then we're you know he loves us clearly a lot more than he loves them. Uh, man, it must have sucked. He wanted people poor. There would be a section in heaven where people can starve themselves. And live in run-down houses on earth as it is in heaven. Stop praying the prayer if you have if you think where you should be on earth is not where you should be in heaven. So basically, don't if you're poor, you're doing something wrong. No, 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 no. Not you're doing something wrong. I didn't say it landed on you. I didn't say you're doing something wrong. I say God doesn't want that situation. Don't give us the prayer on earth as it is in heaven. If the way things are happening on earth, you're satisfied with it. If you want that. Wait. God, if you want me broke, if you want me poor, if you want me diseased, if you want me raped. Wouldn't that be his will if that's how you are? Don't give me a prayer. Don't give, don't tell me to pray on earth as it is in heaven. But wait, hold on, because if that's what you have, isn't that his will? Then his will is done on earth like it's done in heaven? Right? I mean, because we know heaven's at war with, you know, the, the demons and stuff. And if he, if you're sick, it's not like it was out of his will. It's not like he's like, oh, crap, I, I missed that. My bad, dude. You weren't supposed to be sick. It's like he willed you to be sick. So it was everything, his will. Everything works out for good. According for those who love that, you know the verse. Everything yeah. works out for good. Right, but but, but if, if you're we, if you're saying that if, being poor if, is the bad, then working out for the good is for your wealth, which means the poor you are, the worse Christian you are. No, 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 no. The amount the amount of money that you have doesn't make you a good or bad Christian, doesn't mean you're in or outside of his will. That's not a thing. What does it mean then? It means you're closer to heaven though, right? It means you're in that situation. What, if you're poor or if you're richer? If you're richer. Because you were saying Jeff Bezos where he's supposed to be because having this wealth was like a blessing given to him. So he's like more blessed than I am. I'm not... Well... I mean... There's one way. Look, I mean, according like, to according to Facebook, he's definitely more blessed because all the Facebook things that I've seen, where it's like hashtag blessed, it, they're they're flaunting some kind of wealth. So according to Facebook, yeah, he's more blessed than I am, right? Um, but there's the argument that maybe blessings aren't financial. That's not what that meant at all, which would explain why the apostles were all not just broke but martyred. But does that does that tie does that tie into uh, what you were saying about reinventing yourself? Because I feel like we're going off, and I'll, I want to do this. But I, I, this you was, you was like, 
you was like, let's bring him back. And I was just trying to throw a here. So that by yeah. the time I come back, it's like, oh, now we got to hold on. Wait yeah. You got to clarify some things here. Let's, uh, let's, I want to do, I want to touch on that for the next, uh, the next episode. Cause I think th- it'll be fun. It'll be fun to converse. And I, I think I can have, I think I can find a way to play the devil's advocate in the, if we do that. You could make a think whole play about this. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Um, but okay, but, give me like your final thoughts on reinventing yourself, and then plug your stuff. All right. So the fine man, listen. The final thoughts was like ten minutes ago before we started talking. About <laughs> I have a tendency like, that to go. Off on t- I was ending it right there. <laughs> I have a tendency to go off on tangents, man. It happens all the. I see a squirrel and I just chase it. Remember how I said my wife lets me be an idiot in public? This is what I meant. <laughs> yes. Your wife, your wife respects you, so she lets you be an idiot. I don't know if I could just let you. She's patient and understanding. Patient and kind. Uh, dang. Okay, man. I don't know. Listen, roll, roll it back. Just roll back what I had already said about my my final my final thoughts on reinventing yourself. But I, I'll. I'll repeat it. So see where you are in life. If you are, if you don't see yourself where you should be in life, if you see your life not even going towards where you should be in life, change. You need to change. You need to change slash let change happen to you. Okay, because it's kind of hard to change yourself. I'll re I'll rephrase that. You need to let change happen to you. If you don't, you'll don't get die. nowhere. You'll die. Yeah. I think Your relationship, a... brother. Man, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try it. I'm trying to make this quick. Your relationship, your job, your career, if you're not happy. You need to let change happen. Reinvent. I like it. I would. I, wanna, I do want to add something. If you're gonna quit your job, please make it cool and record it. Like have an all-out rant at work about why you quit and you hate your boss and he's like the scum of the earth. Record it and post it, and then or you can email it to us at um. What's wrong with Nick? No K. Just what's wrong with Nick? N I C at gmail.com. And uh, you're going to plug your stuff in before you go? Yes, it is Kill the Messenger online, Kill the Messenger on Snapchat. Are you the messenger they're supposed to kill? Verily, verily, they'll say this to me. So it starts K-I-L-D-A Messenger, K-I-L-D-A Messenger. Yes, they always want to kill the messenger. Yeah, facts. And you're the messenger, so, you know. I'm just the messenger. Don't kill the messenger. <laughs> tell him, yeah, tell him, stop, don't, just don't. You got better stuff to do. Anyways, uh, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys. For, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, come back. Later. End of transmission. Good night.